The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, The Bible. As the authoritative Word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you would like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of the radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. And there you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side of the page is Bradley's show from uh, the previous day on Saturday, two hours worth of Bradley Dean. So if you missed that, you want to catch it, you can do so up until 3 o'clock this afternoon, at which time he'll be live in that area right there. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got, look for the Rumble icon there, bottom right-hand corner. Click on that, and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. A lot of friends over there this morning. Good morning. It's good to see you guys. And uh, while you're over there, please subscribe to the channel. <clears throat> it's Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sons of Liberty Radio Live on Rumble. Uh, be sure and subscribe to the channel there. Uh, before it's news.com, top of the page over there. And we appreciate Michael and his team giving us a spot as well over there for the morning and afternoon show. Uh, right up under where we're streaming live on sonsoflibertymedia.com, upper right-hand corner, is where you're going to find uh, where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Um, that goes out once a day, late afternoon, early evening. And uh, that includes all of the art articles we have for sonsoflibertymedia.com, including... The Morning Show Archive. Also, our store is available. The link is there at the top of SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And again, we're highlighting Bradley Soldier of the Cross. So if you haven't uh, checked this out, please do so. We've got a bundle that's set up that starts at $34. Depending on your shirt size, it, it'll change a little bit. Uh, but you get the Soldier of the Cross book, you get a t-shirt of your size, and you get a dog tag, a Sons of Liberty dog tag in your color that you choose, black or silver. Uh, those also are available in the store individually. And... Um, there's a lot of other you know, products in there. There are some books, uh, educational materials. There's DVDs and uh, a lot of conversation starters, coffee mugs, hats, you know, stuff like that. So be sure and check that out. Our store is The Sons of Liberty. Don't forget the in front of that. TheSonsOfLiberty.Squarespace.com or you can reach it right off of the Sons of Liberty media uh, page there. All right. Uh, first things first. <clears throat> I'm going to provide you some entertainment. You guys got a preview in the in the. You know, while we're doing the five minutes uh, before we actually start the show, you got a little preview to the remedy 
to one of the remedies uh, in restore. You know, people will say they want their country back, but they don't want their county back. And I think that's the problem. This is where I, I see, if you go back in our history, you start looking. And when Lincoln comes along and he does this tyrannical attack upon the South, when he does that, using the U.S. Army to do it, and he conquers in that, in that time, everybody's focus started to shift from local, it started to, from local to federal solutions. And federal solutions for most things are just, well, I don't know of anything that I see that's a good solution at the federal government, but that's me. But if you want to restore justice, if you want to restore a republic, <clears throat> there is a plan in place. Um, and it, you won't hear it from Q, and you won't hear it from the Anons, because they don't know what it is. Well, whoever's doing Q knows, and it's not what people think it is. Their plan is not what people think it is. Uh, despite all of the good information that comes out, and there is a lot of good information. I've seen some of it. The people don't know what the plan is. Now some of them are starting figuring it out that they're, the, they're, the, they're the, going to be the solution. It isn't going to be Donald Trump. It isn't going to be anybody else. It's not going to be any of your Republicans, your Democrats. It, it's not going to be any of those guys. And uh, so our solution, I've already given to you guys in the preview, so you already know it, don't spoil it. I'm going to play it at the end, and the guy has something to say, too. He has a little talk that he gives, and, um, you know, the, the solution goes back to things that we've talked about with tactical civics, and this is really putting the power of the people back in their hands. If you really want it, it means you've got a duty to perform. If you really want to, quote-unquote, take back your country, means you have a duty to, to perform. Not somebody else that you put in office, you. So keep that in mind, okay? You are the solution to this. And uh, God will use you if you are willing and say, Lord, send me, right? Um, <clears throat> let's start off with this one. I got this yesterday from my friend Captain Carl um, with the American Militia Freedom Forces. Those are all the guys who stood out there at Bundy Ranch, if you recall that. Back in 2014, can you believe it's been 10 years? I mean, we're, we're, we're coming up on 10 years here. Um, well, it seems that the Bundys are not going to take it sitting down. And good for them for doing it. This comes from KLAS. A federal lawsuit filed nearly 10 years after the armed standoff involving the Bundy family and BLM officers, that's not Black Lives Matter, that's the Bureau of Land Management, for you guys who aren't familiar, uh, the BLM officers, accuses the U.S. government of an organized plot to steal water rights, kill cattle, and assault several family members. The standoff brought national news coverage as rancher Cliven Bundy and his sons faced down the Bureau of Land Management when they confiscated cattle in a dispute over fees for grazing permits. The lawsuit names son Ryan Bundy, his wife and children, and Ryan Payne as plaintiffs. Ryan Bundy ran for governor in Nevada in 2018, but he lost. Payne, a family friend, was at the standoff and was known as the architect of the armed takeover of the Malhar National Wildlife Refuge in Oregon in 2016. Uh, Ryan <clears throat> Bundy led that takeover. Cliven Bundy, now 77, is not part of the lawsuit. 
The lawsuit is filed with allegations that the BLM harassed the Bundys and threatened their lives. The government allegedly fabricated evidence. No, they didn't allegedly do anything. They did it. And they kept exculpatory evidence out. That's why the case got through out. With prejudice, by the way. Um, it says they allegedly fabricated evidence and suppressed evidence that favored the Bundy's case. Again, it's not alleged anything. It's a reality. That's why the case was thrown out. <laughs> the federal government spent hundreds of millions of dollars in a multi-state effort to falsely... That, that, that was your money, Americans. Hundreds of millions of dollars to attack your fellow Americans. That's what the federal government is good at. Attacking Americans. And foreign countries, too. They're in a multi-state effort to falsely indict Bundy of fabricated crimes dating back to 2014. The lawsuit claims Ryan Bundy and his family suffered irreparable damage when he was imprisoned in a federally contracted prison in in Parump, which I went to. It's My goodness, it's like a daggum Nazi camp out there or something, I'm telling you. According to the lawsuit, in the end, a judge threw the case out of court for prosecutorial misconduct and courts have blocked an attack. Any attempt to retry the case. Uh, The FBI, Department of Justice, Department of Interior, and BLM are among the defendants in the case, and seven assistant U.S. attorneys are named. And they got down to naming names. They didn't just do it as as governmental agencies. They did it as individuals, too. Um, the Bundy family is portrayed as the latest generation of line of pioneer settlers who came to the Gold Butte area in 1877. The government is portrayed as a gang of thugs. They're not portrayed as that. That's what they are. I mean, what did George Washington say? It's force. Absolutely incredible. They're portrayed as a gang of thugs, which they are, led by BLM agent Daniel P. Love. That's a troublemaker right there. Who marked them for death and lured them into the armed standoff on March 27, 2014. A judge had previously ordered Clive and Bundy to refrain from trespassing on federal land near his ranch. This will be the next Waco or Ruby Ridge. We will kill you, another BLM special agent allegedly told Ryan Bundy several days before the standoff. There were, there's, there's witnesses to this stuff. This isn't just one guy doing it, Okay. A whistleblower case that came out of the Bundy trial is also outlined in the lawsuit. The account indicates that BLM lead investigator Larry Wooten was taken off the case after reporting BLM misconduct. Why do you think that is? Because he wasn't towing the line. Another BLM special agent contradicted Wooten's claims. A few weeks after Wooten's claim uh, that he was removed from the Bundy case, Judge Gloria Navarro, uh, boy, if she didn't show who she was, that whole case, I don't, I don't know who... What to say? She declared a mistrial after it just became so obvious. I mean, she had pie all over her face. And on January 8th, 2018, all charges were dismissed with prejudice. Why? This is what this person, whoever's writing the story here from KLS, they they keep going with this alleged stuff, alleged stuff. No, she said there were Brady violations by the government. That's why it was dismissed with prejudice. They knew they were doing it. None of these, the, the federal government has a, a conviction rate of like 95 or 96%. Why do you think that is? Because they have unlimited resources against anybody, any of us. We have very limited resources, and half the time you can't even get a, 
You can't if you don't know what you're doing, you can't get an attorney to represent you fairly. He's a friend of the court. The lawsuit alleges false arrest, false imprisonment, malicious prosecution, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and loss of consortium. That reminds me, this guy, I think his name was Stephen, who was uh, prosecuting this case out there in, uh, I think they were in Vegas. I thought that's where they were, um, where they were doing the prosecution. I mean, this guy, they did nothing to him for his law-breaking. They came in quietly and they pushed him down the ladder and they put somebody else in his place. But he didn't get prosecuted. He didn't lose a job. I mean, he lost his position doing what he was doing, but he didn't lose a job. He just went on doing what he's doing, committing more crimes against other Americans. The lawsuit is seeking monetary damages, attorney's fees and court costs, interest, lost past, and future wages and compensa- compensatory... Compensatory... Boy, that was an anatomy moment. Compensatory damages for the reputational harm of being branded domestic terrorists. Well, that guy's off the scene, oh, uh, Harry Reid, and he knows better now. But he was the one who called them domestic terrorists. He called everybody who supported them and went out there or, you know, liked what they were doing. Said they were domestic terrorists. We know better. We know who the real terrorists are. There were people like Harry Reid. There were people like that we see in D.C., which is why it needs to be abolished. Just Again, I don't see the, the need and the purpose that the states themselves can't handle. I just, I don't see it. And if you're worrying about sticking together, the states can form something, you know, very simple, like what we have with the Articles of Confederation, where they're going to stand together if they're going to defend each other. That's fine. What are we going to do with our military? Bring them home! Let them let them experience what they've been allegedly fighting for. And I use that term allegedly very seriously now because everything that they're told they're fighting for usually is a lie. And we come to find that out either before or after they start the wars, wherever they start them. And you can read the um, the lawsuit over at sonsoflibertymedia.com. It's there in the article. Uh, top one there if you go right now, if you're live. Um, and it's talking about 10 years later, the family brings this lawsuit. So check that out at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Okay, so an- another one that came up <clears throat> came up yesterday, and uh, I got this from Kate. It appears our friend Tommy Robinson was speaking out at a protest. Now, my assumption is it's a pro-Palestine thing, but everybody wants to lump it into Hamas. And I'm sure there's some Hamas people, supporters there. There's no question about that in my mind that there are. And there's probably some people who just support Palestine there. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not there. I'm not in the midst. I didn't get to interview the crowd. But that's my guess, that there's probably a mixture of those people in there. There are people who would support the Palestinian people and their right to live and not be killed. um, But they don't support Hamas. There's probably some people who support both. And there's some people who just support Hamas. Usually that's the way it works. So he was out there covering that as a journalist. And the Masonic Metro Police, the MMPs, that's what we'll call them. The Masonic Metro Police there in London decided that, you know, Tommy, we can't have this. We, we just can't have this, man. 
and uh, they arrest him. And so I've got a couple of videos I'm going to play for you this morning. I know you guys on the radio, you won't see it, but Tommy is just kind of inside a little, I don't know what he's inside of here, but he's just right at the doors. The doors are open. He's speaking with a couple of people. The cops are all around. Uh, you can see the crowd in the protest here uh, in the background, and you'll hear some of the things he says, and you'll see what he does. Okay, this runs several minutes here. And then we're going to go to a clip where he's inside a police van and he's been pepper sprayed and his face is just, oh yeah, it's, it's, it looks, it looks bad. And then we're going to have one of his teammates come on and explain what this is all about, because in the end it is about silencing a freedom of the press and freedom of speech. Now understand this because some people have a problem with it. And I don't know why they have a problem with it, because they do it. They, they would do it, and they do it all the time. Keep in mind, freedom of speech, all right, is freedom to speak lawfully. You're not free to tell lies about people. You're not free to defame people. You're not free to um, perjure yourself. Or, I mean, you're, you're just not free to do that. You can do it. You'll end up doing it. But you're going to reap terrible consequences on yourself because you're acting lawlessly, okay? The First Amendment does not apply to me. It doesn't apply to you either, by the way. So they're not synonymous. The First Amendment protects certain things. Among them are freedom of speech. But the people retain a right that if somebody comes on my property and they want to bring a bunch of people with them with a bullhorn and protest me, they're doing that lawlessly. Therefore, I can run them off. I can demand they leave. You want to take it to the scenario of I feel mine and my wife and my children's lives are at threat, I can do other things. Okay? That, they don't have a First Amendment right. They don't have a free speech right from God to do such a thing. They don't. So keep that in mind when other people talk about free speech and they want to link that stuff in and they want to say, well, you can't do this, that, and the other. The people have the rights, not government. Government has delegated authority by the people who have the rights. Okay, so keep that in mind. This is England. Obviously, they don't have our Constitution. But nevertheless, listen to me, friends. This is happening here. This kind of stuff has already been taking place. We've covered several of these things. These going after some of the naturopathic doctors for remedies that are natural. That's a silencing of free speech. That all the censorship is a silencing of free speech across social media platforms and websites and television and wherever else. All that's a silencing of that. So here's the video from Tommy. Check this out. They say they're going to arrest you. They say they're going to arrest me, yeah. Uh, when you see these abuse of powers by the police, who's, uh, who Suella Braveman lost her job, they couldn't stop the marching on Armitage Day. They can't stop them calling for jihad. His but to here are prescribed in most nations. Yeah? Every Arab nation there are prescribed terrorist organization. They're standing on the streets yesterday in this capital city calling for Muslim armies against Jews. Yeah? Yet they're going to arrest me. I'm just here to do a report, to do my job. That's it. How are you, darling? How are you? I'm good. How are you? You all right? I'm good. 
How are you? Yeah, well. Do you mind if I ask you a question? You can ask me a question. Have you got any alarm and distress in me being here? No. The police have said that my presence here is going to cause people alarm and distress. No. I've not found anyone yet. I found no one. Here they come. Here they come. They're going to come. They're going to bother you. Yeah, they're coming up now. So, I'm just here to do my job as a journalist. When we start allowing the state to decide who can report and who can't report, we've got a problem, yeah? That's fascism. When they want to control who, who is media and who isn't. I've not found one person yet. Have you? Well, the point is, is he has a right to be there. His presence is causing a disturbance. I'm here to do my job as a journalist. My goodness. Who do you work for? Who do you work for? Who do you work for? Sky News, you're reporting on this conflict has been an absolute disgrace. Hey, Burnley's a disgrace. You have taken the side of Hamas. You have pushed propaganda from Hamas. The figures you use are from Hamas. Don't tell me I'm a disgrace. Don't ask me. Sorry, sorry. Excuse me, officer, what's going on? What's going on? What's the matter? Oh, there you go! What, what, what are you doing? Shame on you! Shame on you! Okay. He's I'm just here to do my wrong. job, lads. He's done nothing wrong! Why are you so frightened to have it? Can we have freedom of the press or not? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tell you something. When I see this stuff right here, and I see a plethora of people around this and nothing there's been nothing lawless done I'm going to tell you the people are going to have to rise up and start dealing with these little thugs that's the only thing the bullies on the playground understand oh Tim we don't want to be violent listen I don't want to be violent that's the only thing they understand that's the only thing they understand And I'm telling you, I, I, we're the men out here who would jump in between these police officers, knowing that there's this guy hasn't done anything. So what? So what? He supports Israel. It's not a crime to do that. So what if he points out the, the stuff here with Sky News or any of these other places or the Muslim grooming gang? So what? That's right. That's good. But until the men start being the ones who put themselves in between the tyrants and those who are being oppressed, it's not going to stop. In a little over a week, I'm going to be going to uh, Michigan. Looking forward to meeting many of you people up there that I've seen in the chat or we've talked on the phone or had messages together and stuff. And one of the things I'm going to talk about is men. That God would make us men and that he would send us men, real men, not men who are worried about what somebody's going to call them, not men who are worried about how they're going to be perceived in the media, not men who are going to you know, shrink back when the tyrants come, but they're going to interpose themselves between those who are being oppressed. They're going to speak out for those who don't have a voice. They're going to be a strong arm for those who don't have strong arms. The day's coming. It's coming. I'm telling you. It's going to come. It's going to be ugly and glorious at the same time. I don't look forward to any of it. I, really, I look forward to an end to all this stuff, but I don't look forward to any of that stuff. But I'm going to tell you what. There's enough men there that could stop these cops if they wanted to do it. If they had quit playing the coward 
and they really acted upon what they say they believe in. Quit playing the coward. Quit worrying about the consequences of what you're going to face for doing the right thing and do it. Because it's likely they're going to bring you the consequences whether you do it or not, eventually. All right, here's some more. Sorry, officer, but I have a job and I believe in freedom of the press. You, you may not, Sadiq Khan may not, Mark Rowley may not, I believe in freedom of the press. I'm here to do my job and the police do not why don't you treat Jihadis like this? Why don't you treat Hamas like this? You can dress up as a mass terrorist in our camera. I haven't declined to give you my name. You know my name. I'm not going to give you my address on camera, am I? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. My name's Stephen Lennon. You're not writing my address down. Don't be silly. In front of all these cameras, you want me to give my address? What is your problem? I'm here as a journalist. What's your problem? So why are you giving me a dispatch? Why don't you give? Why don't you give the terrorists? You know the men who climb up our memorials. Why don't you do your job on them? Why do you pat them on the back? Why don't you? Because they're funding them. You're still not giving me your name. Why are you pulling me down there? What for? Stephen, is it a V or a P? P H, mate. I'm talking to this officer. Why am I being dispersed? Why am I being dispersed? Give me your surname. Why am I being dispersed? Why am I being dispersed? Look at this, look at look at this. Have you seen any of this for Hamas? Date of birth? 27th 11th, 1982. I don't see anyone has a problem with me here. No one has a problem with me here. Can you give me your address? There's literally about a dozen cops that I've counted around Tommy here to arrest him. Are you trying to endanger my Almost family? Almost a dozen cops. Don't be so stupid then. Get a brain. You're asking me to give me my address on all these cameras. Don't be a moron. You're purposely doing that as well. I know what you're doing. Enough. Yes, you are. Even, so you disperse from the air. Yes, if you're London, we're here Royal Branch. No freedom of the press. Do you believe in freedom of the press? London, London. Off, okay, Houston, okay, off not including okay. Street. Okay, can I? My direction is can I, now can leave I reply immediately. To okay, can I reply to that quickly? This notice can I, is now for officer, 24 officer. hours. You must leave the locality. Officer, can I reply to that, please? Of Owage, you need to go right down King Street to the way of Hayborn train station. And the grounds of this is your presence is likely to My cause presence. harassment, alarm, and distress to attendees at the march. Okay, sorry, sorry. Any, okay, can I, can I, so he can I, can I reply? Okay, so he perceives to know the emotional and mental state of every person there in that protest. Did you hear what he said? You're causing mental distress and all this stuff to the people of the protest. We're the people, we're the people who are witnessing against him. Or is this cop just making something up? Hmm, sounds like he's making something up.
This was the Metropolitan Police Force yesterday. The right of the press to freely report on protests is no less important than the right to the protest itself. They should be able to do so without facing intimidation and aggression, officer. Yeah. By the way, let me stop it right there. Tommy's not called for these people not to protest. He hasn't tried to block them from protesting. He's just been reporting on it. See the difference? He, he hasn't tried to shut them. He tried to shut them down with the truth. That's one thing. That's one of the weapons that we use. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're mighty through God and tearing down the strongholds. By exposing the darkness, exposing the evil, Ephesians 5.11, you then move on to bringing justice in the matter. And you can't bring justice until you uncover the evil. Okay? Yeah. Officers spoke with a journalist and her team following the incident. I'm a member of the press. I'm at work. Yeah? I'm not... Is anyone here caused alarm and distress by my presence here? No, Ladies, no, everyone's Jewish no, here. There's no, no one who's caused alarm and distress. No one has come up to you and said anything about me. You are working under the orders of Sadiq Khan and Mark Rowley. Mark Rowley is an apologist for Hamas. They're apologists for jihad. So and the right, British public are fed up of your right, two-tier policing. Excuse your address, but I understand why. Officer, I'm here to do my job. Yeah. So, failing to provide with this is an I'm a journalist, the same as you, I'm here to do my job. The difference is, I don't put a pro-Hamas slant like you lot. Yeah? I'm just here to do my job. That's my cameraman. I'm at work. Do you think a member of the press should be arrested for doing their no, job? No, no. I'm glad the journalists are saying that. So, Stephen, this is, is your own journalist, Stephen, you're listening. This is your dispersal notice. You've now basically got to leave immediately. Are you going to take this off me or not? It's up to you. Wait, well, you know, isn't it? Officer, you're embarrassing Stephen. to you. are Now, if this crowd closed in on these Masonic Metro police officers here, that would stop right there. That would stop right there. But they didn't do it. They used their voice. That's good. You're going to have to interpose yourself in with the bad guys. That's what you're going to have to. And you're going to have to recognize the thin blue line, even though this is London. The thin blue line is not necessarily on your side. I mean, they're just not. Let me put it this way. If they were on your side... They would be arresting the sodomites who parade through the cities of the streets of America. They aren't doing that, are they? Nope. They're out there arresting people who read Bible verses to the sodomites. If you're a police officer who's actually arrested a sodomite, call in 803-619-9855 and set me straight on some things here. But I'm telling you right now, if, you, if you're going to uphold the law... There's a place where you ought to look to see if these guys uphold the law. Nope. Men, once again, it falls right back on us, doesn't it? It falls back on us the way it always has been. From the beginning, God made Adam. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 11, Adam is the head of woman. He, his head is Christ, and Christ's head is God. He teaches us that. We didn't go looking for authority. God put it on us as men. Our first, our first, father, uh, first father forsook his authority. 
His wife became deceived, and they led the human race into the fall, into sin, into the, the wrath of God. It was, the need, it was the reason we have a need for a Savior is because we've broken God's law. We've sinned. That's what that means, to transgress the law. And here we are. We're, we're called to love one another, are we not? Does love stop at mere words? No, it's actions, right? Let me just finish this up. So for the people who are on the radio, the dozen or more cops, there's a lot more than a dozen there, um, are trying to push him through. That's my colleague. I don't care. I'm with work. I'm at work. I'm at work. I'm at work. You're being asked This is what they do. This is how they do it. Okay. So there's the arrest. Now, it, it goes further. I don't know why. These video outlets, they want to send you right to... Well, I do know why. They're, they're going to get more money, I guess, for that or whatever, to send you the next video. Anyway, this is Tommy from inside the police van. It's only a few seconds. You guys on the radio won't be see it, but you can see his face is really, really red. His eyes are almost... Sh well, they are shut. And he's just trying to communicate the fact that, I mean, they did let him continue to film some stuff, but um, he's just trying to communicate that they have pepper sprayed him. These more than a dozen cops couldn't handle one little guy. He's not a, I don't think he's a big, tall guy at all. They, they couldn't handle him, so they had to pepper spray him. No kidding. My eyes, man. Wankers. For what? For what? Yes, that's me straight, boys. For what? That's your two-tier policing system. That's where the baby must have dropped that, bro. I'm a journalist. You saw there was no alarm distress. The people happy to see me. It's disgusting, man. What a trip to have this All right. So you you see, you see what they did, and that happened off camera. All right. And then this guy here, I understand his name's Richard. He's um. He's a friend of Tommy. You saw him in the video. You guys who were watching on the video platforms, you saw him in the video. He's kind of telling, he's going to tell you exactly what it's all about. Take a listen. So basically, this is, this is political policing at its worst. They have just, this is, this is 2023, and they've just had arrested a journalist for doing his job. For, not, not for the first time. This is the same guy that's done pr prison sentences for doing his job, right? It's an absolute disgrace. Um, I don't know where we go from here in this country. I don't know where we go because freedom has just been eroded. Those, the, the Metropolitan Police are not the police. They're the Stasi. In fact, no, they're the Gestapo. That's what they are. They're behaving like fascists. If you talk like a fascist, behave like a fascist, you are a fascist. The Met Police is a disgrace. The, the, the head of the Met Police, Rowley, is a disgrace. He's failed to police terrorist marches, failed, police, failed to police a Hizbut to hear terrorist glorifying march yesterday, calling for genocide against Israel, failed to police a march that was going on yesterday, glorifying war against Israel by Hamas, failed to police people calling, do, do, doing the chant from the river to the sea. Mark Rowley, you're a disgrace to the uniform. You should resign. Yeah, well, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. But they're not going to resign unless they're going to get a good pension and uh, be ta well taken care of by those they have served, because it isn't the people. And they'll steal the people's money to make sure that they are taken care of. That, that's how the whole thing works. You say, well, that's in England, Tim. That's not happening in the U.S. Oh? Oh? 
for years, I have been seeing people being arrested for their Facebook posts. For their Facebook posts in the United States of America, not in Australia, not in New Zealand, not in England. It's happened there too. Here in the United States. How many of you guys remember, I think the guy's name was Brandon Robb. How many of you guys remember that guy? He was a former Marine. He put out a Facebook post. He was, he was angry about the 9-11 stuff. He was angry about how he'd been lied to and all this other stuff. Cops show up, put him in a mental institution. Put him in a mental institution. Our friend John Whitehead and the Rutherford Institute had to go in to uh, speak on his behalf. Yeah, it's happening here in the U.S. too. The massive censorship over the convids, over the vaccines, the shots, the jabs, whatever you want to call them. They're not, they're not really vaccines. The unsafe, ineffective, well, they're effective at depopulation, causing myocarditis, cancers, all kinds of other things. Yeah, it's kind of, all that information is coming out now, and it looks like the green light has been given to sue these big pharma companies out of existence. Which means, you know what that means, right? It means open your eyes and be alert and vigilant because a false flag's coming. They can't have that. Big pharma is a large part of how they're using mind control to keep the populace the way they are. Ineffective. Not speaking out. Not seeing clearly. Following the mantra that the Mockingbird media has for them. That's what goes on. That's what goes on in all of this. So is there a solution to all these things? Because I, even when I showed you here with Tommy, even though it's going on in the, in the, um, in the UK... These things are happening in the United States. There's an application for us too. We see it, and it's going to get worse. And it's going to get, when I sent that video of Tommy in the police van, I sent it to Bradley yesterday because I got it yesterday, and um, he said that's coming here if we don't stop it. No, it's here. It is here. But we've seen many. Owen Schroyer. I mean, come on, really. They, they throw him in jail. For what? Reporting. Oh, but Tim, he was part of that January 6th coup crowd. and Oh, yeah, yeah. You know that crowd that was just walking around peacefully, admiring you know, some of their history, some of what they put, you know, what they've been taxed for to build and all this stuff and maintain? You mean those people? Or do you mean the people like Ray Epps and other people? Hmm. I don't know which one you had. Is there a solution? Yes, there is a solution. Now, I'm going to tell you, um, some people go over to tactical civics, and they don't like certain things. And they, they write me and say, oh, I don't like this, I don't like that. Okay, I don't care. Go and learn the basics and put it in practice. I don't care if you like the person who's presenting it. I don't care if you learn if you like how it's presented. I don't care if you like their political persuasion. I don't care if you if you don't like the fact that 
my friend David has supported Trump. I, I don't care about that. Use the information to go for it. Don't get hung up on the things you don't like. See them. Use the good. Paul tells us to hold fast to that which is good. We use the vernacular, chew the meat or eat the meat, spit out the bones. Use what is good. It's your county you're going to be acting in. And again, I talk about tactical civics. Why? Because tactical civics actually has a plan, and they put it right out in front of you. They're not like Q says, trust the plan. We know what the plan is. You don't know what the plan is. Just trust the plan. And you're going to hear this guy in a minute. I'm going to give you one of the solutions, and that comes in a form of a song. And I'm going to tell you what. There was a philosopher who said that, you know, he didn't care about who wrote the laws as much as he cared about who wrote the music of the society. Because that music had the influence over the people who write legislation. By the way, that's where I'm saying I think we need to get away from allowing men to write law, just uphold the law of God. Make those who, if we're going to have people who serve us in government, they're going to write the law like the king did. They need to be of good character. And they're going to write the law so they have a copy of it. So they can't say, well, I didn't know that. No, you're going to read it every day. You need to read it every day. By the way, let's throw in something else. The Bible talks about you know kings and strong drink or wine. No, no person serving the public should be involved in any of that. They should have clear thinking minds all the time. When they're out of office, if they want to enjoy a glass of wine or something, fine, knock yourself out. But while you're in office serving the people, you're clear-minded. And yet we spend millions of dollars to fill our ambassadorships, our embassies and things, with liquor. Now, personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with liquor, but I think it is when you're in a capacity where you're serving as a representative. And I think the Bible is pretty clear. Kings aren't supposed to have of that. They're not supposed to do it. But we let ours do it, and they're in a drunken stupor. They don't know which way is up and which way is down. They're so compromised and everything, it's ridiculous. This is one of the, um, this is one of the solutions, the remedies for this in our country, okay? And I'm going to say it more specifically in your and my county. And you're in my county. This uh, this guy here, he is a he's actually a member. I, I got sent this yesterday. Um, he's actually a member of Tactical Civics. His name is uh, Robert Lane. He's a musician. And I'm going to play this song. It's called A County Grand Jury. When I talked about the person making the songs, we need more songs written like this. That have truth in them. They're not glorifying getting drunk, getting stoned you know, having sex, stealing from other people, killing other people. It's not glorifying any of that. It's talking about what we should do. And if you can teach people to sing the truth, if you can teach them to sing the truth, they'll retain it more. And when you got a nice little ditty like this, it's a country song, it's even easier to do. Now, what I want to do is I'm going to play this the song will play, and if you'll hang on, about 10 seconds later, 12 seconds later, whatever, Robert's going to talk to you. Some of you will identify with Robert. Sounds to me like Robert was probably a pro-Trumper. He was a Q person. He was in all this kind of stuff, and he realized the answer is not any of that. 
The answer is the people acting under God to uphold the law. Here's Robert. It's called A County Grand Jury. Enjoy. Frustration on his face. I said, Son, sit down and tell me what's wrong. He said, Dad, I don't know what my gender is. Yeah, the teacher's been filling his head with. So I took the time to put his little mind at ease. And we're letting go, we're letting pass on by. While this trip our freedoms when we don't comply. So we got down. Start ourselves a county grand jury. Not a right, but a duty. Throw all the corrupt. It's been plaguing all of us. It's gonna be an epic revival. Rekindling of a fire from the remnant that's been silent way too long. Can you hear the car?
I tell you, you guys on radio, you just, <laughs> you got to catch this video. And the video will be up in the archive. You'll have that too. And um, you'll have that in the video or in the archive. Hello, so be sure and check it out. Beautiful people. My name is Rob Lane. Just wanted to give you a brief overview and let you know that, uh, that I'm just a blue-collar worker, the same as all the rest of you out there. I live in southern Georgia. And like most of you, I have been working, working, working just to try to stay ahead and try to pay the bills. And it seems like we're all just getting further and further behind. And on top of that, we got so much corruption going on within our our county governments, our state governments, our federal government, obviously. And then they're trying to teach our children certain things that shouldn't be taught instead of teaching them what needs to be taught. And like most of you, I have been just trusting the plan or I have been waiting on a president to come back in office that's going to turn the country around and save us. And then one day I'm listening to one of my favorite patriot podcasters. And a gentleman from tacticalcivics.com, the founder, was on there and as a guest and started speaking. And for the first time in my entire life, I was able to hear the full-bodied solution to take back our country and restore it to the forefathers' design. And if you are one of those patriots that is tired of sitting on a fence, that is tired of trusting a plan that just seems to never come, and understands that a president doesn't have the authority to restore a nation, that that was given to the people, to the people, to we the people, by our forefathers, then I encourage you to come on over to tacticalcivics.com. Now, when you go on, you open that page. Don't hit the, don't hit the join now button just yet. Scroll down. There's a little small 11-minute video right there. Watch that video. As soon as you watch that video, if you feel compelled because you are the remnant, you are one of we the people, and you are ready, and you feel like you are part of that remnant that is ready to do something and help us restore the republic to the forefathers' original design, you've heard the phrase, freedom is not free. If you hear the call, if you, if you can heed my call and you hear my call, then I encourage you to come join us. It's time to stand up, patriots. It's time to stand up. It's time to get down on our knees and thank God for what he inspired our forefathers to create. It's time to get back to what freedom really is. Hmm. So there you go. Oh, a little bit of music there at the end. Um, I, I got that the other day. Uh, Captain Carl sent it to me, along with the story about the Bundys. And I thought, I, I want to share that with the people, because 
So I did it during, during the pre-show. Uh, I really like the song. I may have see if we can reach out to Robert and see if he'll come on. He's down in Georgia, so he'll be on the same time uh, slot that I'm on. But uh, you know what? There there has to be, and you talk about the grand jury. You say, well, what's the, what's the importance of the grand jury? When you go in the Old Testament, and I'm not going to take a lot of time here, but when you go in the Old Testament, you find that there's a lot of things that encompassed what they called elders. Elders is not a New Testament term. It's an Old Testament term. It's been brought over to the New Testament, obviously. Uh, but they had elders, and elders would judge between matters that were brought before them. The Bible tells us that, and so the jury kind of works as the Old Testament elders does, in, in a way. They hear the case, and they render a judgment on it. It's supposed to be based upon the law, not upon you know, whatever a judge whims are, or this, that, and the other, but upon the law. Psalm 106.3 says, The people who uphold justice, who always do what is right, are truly happy. I think that's what the majority of people want. They want justice, and they want to be left alone. Proverbs 21.15, Acting justly is a joy to the righteous, but dreaded by those who do evil. Yeah, it's, yeah. You want to put the fear of God in the, in the bad guys? Start bringing some justice. I'm fixing to take it to a judge here in York County. Ignores the Seventh Amendment. In matters over $20, you have a right to a trial by jury. He decided he was going to be the jury. Yeah, I'm getting ready to take it to him, too. Guys, the solution is not Donald Trump. It's not any political figure that you can come up with. Yeah, you might need good people to represent you for now. The solution is you. Obeying God. That's the solution. That's how God works, and that's the means that He works in. It's through the people. It's not hard to understand. It really isn't. You want justice? Be the means of giving justice. Bradley, be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern today, 2 p.m. Central, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Lord willing, we'll be back with you in the morning, 6 a.m., bright and early. Talk to you then. See you.